Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. What a weekend of rugby. We've seen more rugby than we've ever seen before, Tobes. International rugby back in the in Europe. Fantastic to see. No crowds. That's okay. Made a big difference to me. Made a big Good. difference to me. Yeah, huge difference. But anyway, a very brief plug. If they'd like to support us, Tobes, yes. look at the description below. Bit of cash in an envelope. Send it on through. Be happy days. Happy days. <laughs> Make all checks payable to Damien Warren, not <laughs> Toby Harris. Yeah. <laughs> But Not first good. up, we've got breaking news. Do you yes. want to kick us off? Yeah, of course. So first one today, uh, Sir Clive Woodward has made an early prediction for the 2023 Rugby World Cup. It's not the All Blacks. It's not South Africa. It's not England. It's the French team. And, you know, he's spoken about how young they are and they've just recently won the uh, the under-20s World Cup, I think. And, you know, after their recent performance against the Welsh, it was, you know, it, it, I, I, I have to agree with them. And we've actually You're talked actually about it. agreeing with Sir Clive Woodward. Yeah, I'm not sure why he's a sir, but anyway. But, you know, he, we, we've actually spoken about it and they're a, they're a good team. They're young. They've got loads of potential. Watching them on the weekend did back up his point quite nicely and because it's a home World Cup for them yes then it is looking rather nice but we've got to look back and think what if France do well France make it through to the semis knock New Zealand out and then lose (laughs) (laughs) or the quarterfinals you mean or the quarterfinals whatever knockout footy is not their uh, not their strong point unless they're playing the ABs that's right that's for sure next story up Tobes is Alwyn Jones is not complaining well, about he, his well, about is, the he? weight. Well, he said he's not making a big deal out of it, but basically he got elbowed in the face by the French. Do you know why he's not making a big deal of it? 
Why? Because that's what you expect when you play the French. (laughs) He's going to do it back. (laughs) You literally sit there and go, oh, we're playing the French. Let's wait for all the dirty punches and elbows and, uh, well, other stuff that they may... uh, Groping of the scrotum. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not making a big deal. I think this goes back to Marla. Because he he made a bit of a thing about Marla. Right. And obviously Marla got severely punished. And on this occasion, he's not making a big deal of it. Is it right or is it wrong? I mean, this sort of stuff happens, doesn't it? And should it happen? Well, it's international rugby. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be a bit of it. as well, though, eh? There's nothing worse than one of when those sort of handbags at dawn sort of everyone holds each other but yeah. no one does anything. Yeah. I like the good old days. I, I reckon, handbags. Sorry, the handbags. I reckon like they should have a timeout where the captain say timeout, referees shut their eyes. All right. Close their ears. <laughs> and the players the fans, have got the, the players fans have got turn away. <laughs> Thirty seconds just to hammer and tongs each other, eh? Imagine that. Awful. But like, like the good a, old days of the state an of official, origin. official timeout. Yeah. <laughs> Look away, everyone, now. But yeah, I mean, fair play to him, I don't know. But uh, it looks like the Frenchie is going to be banned. Is he going to get cited? I think he's going to get cited. Oh, yeah. So this is, is it Bernard Leroux? Leroux. Leroux. Facing disciplinary action after appearing to elbow the Welsh skipper... In Not good. F- no. I think, to be fair to Elowen Jones, he's a tough man, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And well, he's just equaled Richie McCaw's all-time test record, didn't he? Matches, yeah. Yeah. And fair play to him, because yeah. I think he's going to be the... How old is he? 45, 50? Something like that. I think he's 62. <laughs> <laughs> he's still trucking pretty he well, though, isn't he? Yet, can he? He's got another... Well, does he have a World Cup in him? That's the big question. Does Ooh, he have a World I Cup in him? I wouldn't think so. <sighs> it's still three years away. Well, yeah, but you know, he can keep on. I mean, he's, he's not like he's a outside back. He'll get up to, he'll get up to well, what, like 200. almost two hundred, eh? That'd be amazing. Oh, imagine that! <laughs> Absolutely God. amazing. Well, fair play to you because he's yep. on. What was he one four eight? One four eight, yeah. So two more for one fifty. Yeah, that's be massive, class. eh? Massive to get one. I'm surprised that Richie McCaw didn't go to one fifty. He could have as well, couldn't yeah. he? He could have easily trotted out for 150. I think he missed uh, a game or two in the World Cup. Oh, did he? So that obviously oh, meant that village. he that he, but he, he doesn't want it, does he? He didn't want it. He yeah, didn't want the line, right? He didn't want the line, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even want to serve, did he? I take it. I am Richie. I don't feel Richie. You know, mate, your next story yes, up. Yes, next story. The best overseas player... In Premier in English Premiership history, bet you can't guess who it is. No, well I can because well, there's, can, a, there's a picture down, right there showing me this. I bet you can't guess. <laughs> it's Jimmy <laughs> Gopper. What? He's a hell of a kicker. He's a mate, hell of a player, and though. he's a hell of a organizer, and he's done incredibly well for. Yeah, but you've wasps. got you've got loads of South African players. You've got loads of Australian players coming on. You've got. You know, New Zealand well, hang players on, hang coming on, hang on. through. You've actually not got this right. It says, Jimmy Gothbeth has been rated the best value oh. import, yeah, which well, means they got him cheap and he's performed well. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much saying that he's the best can I, can overseas I, Can player. I say that one player that, that is not good value is Lima Sopawonga, 
who eats all black on the bench for wasps. Can't even make the starting lineup. No, he's past his heyday, isn't he? No way. Well and truly. Nah, poor coaching, mate. Poor coaching. Poor coaching. Who's the coach of the Wasps? A new fella. Um, can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Brilliant. We run a good podcast here. <laughs> good long <laughs> research done. Like always. <laughs> like always. But you've got you've got loads of international players who you'd almost think but, are better team players. Yeah, but they're all on extremely than Jimmy high Jimmy salaries. Goppet. Jimmy Gopith's like on a fiver and a beer after the game, isn't he? Whereas Charles Beertow, £750,000. That's ridiculous, eh? Yeah. Ridiculous. So, and the Bristol Bears can't even make the final. And the Bristol Bears can't even... Oh, oh. no, Charles Beertow, he, I think he's on a million, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's on a million. He's on a million. He's on a you, million. You you sold him Upper Street for 250000 less. Becker I think, is on seven fifty. How? I know. How? Good player, though, Fikatoa. Oh, he's not that good. And? Not £750,000 good. And you've got a heck of a lot of South Africans there who... Yeah, uh, who say all sharks are pretty much the South African team, aren't they? Yeah. So, big call. Huge. But good value. Good, good value. value. Yes. Don't mix it up, big fella. It's good value. Same thing. And he probably is good value. He kicks his goals. He runs the back line. Very good defensive player. But the next story up is my favourite of this weekend, is the Barbarians enjoy a few little beverages out, uh, break the bubble, and burst England's bubble. Yeah, definitely. A lot of money down the drain with that, though, eh? A lot of money. Do you know how much they get paid to play for the Barbarians game? No. £4,000. That's it. Whereas the old English boys are 20, rolling out 25000 25, yeah. Wow. Now, I think this is ridiculous. Can I tell you why I think it's ridiculous? Yes, of course you can. If you're playing for the Barbarians, you're going to go out on the Bears. That's the point of the team. That's the team environment, though. It's tradition. Yeah. Right? So you're basically asking the Barbarians to break tradition by not going out and getting slaughtered every night of the week leading into the weekend's game. Well, maybe not slaughtered, but definitely enjoying themselves. So that's basically what's happened. Yeah. What the, the kind of, if you want to say the funny part, was basically, I think on the Thursday night, the security detail yes. followed them, worked out that they, they were out partying, followed I don't them. Know, with, I think they just went out for dinner. There wasn't a lot of uh, meal, there wasn't much food being eaten on the video that's been uh, oh, put really? onto YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of drinking. Lot of drinking. <laughs> they were enjoying themselves. Yeah. So anyway, the security detail that's followed fantastic. them or tracked them down or whatever. Yeah. And said, right, that's it. You lot can't play in the match. You can't go back to the hotel. Yeah. I've heard so they that. all went off. They didn't tell them that they went out the night before as well. So basically, that's why the game was cancelled because they went out on the Wednesday. They trained on the Thursday, yeah. which then burst the because, whole. Because uh, England were going to top them up, weren't they? The barbarians. Yeah. Yeah. Is it selfish of the barbars? I, yes, it is. But I also think it's selfish of the RFU to arrange this game. Yeah. Knowing what the barbarians are all about. Yeah. The barbarians are all about going out, having a few beers. In like that you week, say, it's tradition. It's tradition. And then playing barbarian-style rugby on the weekend. Yeah. And 
fling it and you, yang it. Yeah, you you can't expect them not to go out and do those things. Yeah, you can if you're going to pay them more money. Agreed. If you're going to pay them ten, fifteen grand and say, "Listen, lads, we're going to top up the the money because we can't allow you out." Yeah, you know, for your socials. Yes. But what would have been worse than cancelling one match or cancelling all of England's matches? Well, one match, obviously. Yeah. So England don't get a warm-up game, and they're playing Italy away? Yeah. Well, let's be honest. They're going to beat Italy, aren't they? Yes. So it doesn't really matter. No. The warm-up match they're going to have is Italy, isn't it? Yeah. Before they get into the... They've already played France, so... You know they've already got their little warm up match for the Six Nations. I don't. I don't think that they will be. When did they play France? They played them early doors, didn't they? No, First, England haven't played a match. No, they've, remember that this is the conclusion of the Six Nations. Yeah. It's not playing the whole Six Nations again. No, I know. They just finished. They haven't it off. had a. Uh, they haven't had a game since. Since they. No, but I think they played France. France was their first game. Was their yeah first yeah. first or second game? So and they lost. So they've got. To, I think they've got to play Ireland, and if they beat Ireland, or who England? Yeah. No, they, I think they just have to beat Italy. Is Italy their last game? Yeah. So if they beat Italy with like a bonus point, I think then they're going to be hard to beat. Then it comes down to points difference or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Your next story up, mate. James O'Connor. Early in his career. He was a bit of a nomad position-wise, wasn't he? All over the shop, mate. Yeah. Um, but he's said that his number 10 jersey is his, and he feels very, very comfortable in there, and he's looking great. Well, you say that. In the first game, first bled is like he was exceptionally good. For the Reds, he's been really, really good all yeah. year. He didn't have the best game in the second bled is low. Purely down, and a little bit, I felt a little bit sorry for him. He kicked the ball to uh, Caleb Clark yeah, a few yeah. times. Wow. And Caleb Clark said, oh, thanks very much. Cheers, bud. Uh, 60 metres later, yeah. you know. So potentially now knowing what Caleb Clark can do, tactically if he kicks a bit better, then, then yeah. I, I don't see any problem with his running game or his distributing game. It's been top notch. Yeah. His kicking game in the second bled has led him down a little bit. So yeah, but when you've got a back three like the All Blacks had, you, if it depends where you kick it to, it's not going to be any better. Yeah, and I suppose on the first bledders low we had the swirly wind, and didn't it was we? wet as well. So yeah, on the second bledders low, it was always going to be tough, wasn't it? Yeah, and especially like coming off that game, sixteen all, the the Aussies are going to be up. The New Zealanders are going to be a little bit down, and they're going to work really hard for. Well, a maybe week. It, it would have been a tactic in the first split as low, so maybe he's almost carried that on to the second one, and it's backfired because of the conditions. So, is it more of a coaching issue than a player so issue? Be. We'll find out this weekend, won't we? Yes, we'll find out this weekend, mate. Interesting one. Okay, I want to get your thoughts on this. Arnie Savia will miss the third split as low, yeah, because his wife's giving birth. Yes. Good or bad? Well, he's he's got it, doesn't he? <laughs> Happy wife. Happy, Happy life. life. Back in the glory days... Yeah, you'd miss nothing. He would be playing the rugby, right? Now, we're not in the glory days, so I'm not saying no. that. But what I would say is, you know, he might... He will get his place back. He's good enough, isn't he? But... He's on paternity leave. All Blacks is his job. Yeah. 
Two weeks, mate. Had a baby, yeah. He's on paternity leave. Do you think he'd be sitting He's allowed there? allowed to. Do you think he'd be sitting there at home watching the game going, I hope Hoskins Sasudu doesn't have a good one? Because, <laughs> you know, Hoskins, every time he's come on, he's offered something. I I don't think Artie Savi is like that. I, I think he'll be watching it going, come on, fellas, we've got to beat him. With his baby in his arms saying that I'm the happiest person alive yeah. right now. Yeah, I think you're right. I, and also, it's not like he's a fringe player. No. Because we have seen like Lima Sopawonga stay for his yes. baby's birth. And, and then, he was almost. And then not really make ousted. it back yeah. in because obviously the players that went away have been fantastic. Have done really well ever since. So it is a risk, isn't it? Yes. But it's a bigger risk than to keep the missus not happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're with her for life. You're with her for life. So I think good on him. Yeah, good on him. Good yeah. on him. Good on him. Times have changed, mate. Times have changed. Times have changed. Right, going with an all black. Dancing in the gym. Caleb Clark. The His teammates, um, I think it was Dane Coles and um, Sam Whitelock, have just sort of talked about he's, he's very relaxed. You know, dancing away in the gym, he's being jokey and all that sort of thing. They said he's he's in the right mindset, but is he is he is he just too relaxed? You know, does he does he just need to wind things down a bit because he's got to back it up? Do you think that people have possibly blown out his performance and made it something that is just too big a thing, or do you think that he is everything that they are writing? Cool. He in in Super Rugby he did have an off and on game, didn't he? He was either sometimes very very good, or he was found wanting. Was he found wanting, or did they mark him out the game? I I don't know. He had some amazing games and some and some quiet games. Yes, that's what I mean by yeah. found wanting. Yeah. Because he didn't see Because there wasn't many... Okay, people are likening him to Joan Lyman. Oh, well, let's just get it out there. You can't do that. <laughs> let's just get it out there and say he's not a Joan Lyman. No. no. But he is a very good young player. He is a very good young player. And he's got legs the size of tree trunks. Two tree trunks. <laughs> a little bit like a uh, lamb, tree, eh? A bit like lamb. Do you know what I mean? Lamb's got some big legs. Lamb was rubbish. I love lamb. <laughs> Caleb Clark is a better version of lamb. Yes. Because he can catch the ball. <laughs> so, he can pass. <laughs> so the interesting thing here is, is he going to be what they think he's going to be? I mean, it will be what it will be. Does he need to back it up this weekend? He's young, mate. He doesn't need to back it up. But but, but what maybe, you find is you Rico how- Urani is not, not playing at the moment. And part of that's because he was amazing when he first started. Yeah. And then he hasn't backed it up week in, week out. Although I do think he has. People are saying he's, you know, he's been dropped because he dropped the ball. No. But. Well, you'd hope not. Y- you know, you've got to look at that. that's not a way to, you know, help someone's confidence. No. They know they've done wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So it's no, it's no, no, no point going, you're not starting. Or you're not playing this week because you dropped the ball. I think that they've. I think did he have a cold or something as well? Don't know. But, but also, is it the teammates Sam Whitelock, Dane Coles? Not saying it is, but it could be. Going, 
you know, he's been a bit of a joker during training, during gym sessions, stuff like that. We want to see him back it up. He's Maybe. prancing around like he's the dog's. No, I, I don't. I'm, I don't think they're saying. No, that. no, no. I don't think they're, they are either. But could they be? <laughs> Let's just put it out could there. Could they be? Let's just put it out there. I think it's more like he's under. People would say he's under a lot of pressure because people are expecting great things of him now. Well, after and one game. After yeah, exactly after one game, and he's not showing that he's under any pressure, which is a great sign for me. You know, knowing, I don't know his father, but, you know, obviously I watched his father play. Very humble man. I don't think Caleb Clark is a show-off. I think he's just a really relaxed, chilled out. Just a funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. So I don't think we've got anything to worry about. I think think the Aussies have got a lot to worry about, but I don't think we've got anything to worry about. I'm not worried, mate. Because, like, on the bench as well, there's some awesome backup replacement players who can come on at a drop of a hat and do a really good job on the wing. Yeah, true. Next story up. Eddie Jones has named his England team. Steady Eddie. And he has picked all of, I think, two Exeter Chiefs players. We've got Williams, Exeter Chiefs, and we have got Slade, Exeter Chiefs, and there may be one other in there. Now, can I just enlighten you? The Exeter Chiefs are the best team in <laughs> Europe. The Exeter Chiefs have won the Premiership, yeah, and they've won the European Championship, and they've got two or three players. I think it's two players in his squad. I'm going to go further than that. Oh, there's three. There's three. Who's the third? Harry Williams, oh, Hill. Hill and Slade. Slade. Yeah. I'm going to go further than that and say, European Player of the Year yeah. has not even been picked in his 36-man squad. No. So. It's because they've gone uh, Umanga, haven't they? Jacob Umanga. Yeah. And the the man we all love, Owen Farrell. Yeah, but. Are we, uh, so we're talking about. A couple of individuals, aren't we, really, who haven't been picked? Yeah, I mean, I just find it amazing. I don't think there's any other country in the world that would have the best team in Europe, yeah. the best team in England, right, and only have three players. The best player in Europe has not been picked. Do you know what I mean? That's that's like not pick, uh, it's like not picking... Um, uh, Bowden Barrett. A little bit, isn't it? A little bit. You know, one of the best players in the world. And yeah. arguably, he is one of the best players in the world. Well, he's the best player in Europe. Yeah. So he's <laughs> yeah, got to be one of the best part players. Of, big yeah. part of the world. And you haven't picked him. I mean, especially when... Um, you and look who are at, we talking about, by the way? We're talking about the Simmons brother. Yes. Yeah. So you've got Joe Simmons and... Um, let me bring him up. Here. Sam. Sam Simmons, yeah. So Sam Simmons is number eight. Yeah. And I've watched him play, and I've been thoroughly impressed. Joe Simmons' brother at fly half. Yeah. And we're liking this. We're going We're going and saying, okay, they could have fitted them both in. Courtney Laws is not available. George Cruz is not available. Elliot Daly's not available. George Ford's not available. Joe Marler's not avail- available. All right, Manu Tungalangi's not available. So surely there's enough space to fit either one 
of those two, if not others. Yeah. To, and the side, I just find, I just find Eddie Jones is a bizarre man. So who will start at eight then? Well, Billy. Billy's past it though, isn't he? He's not past it, mate. Billy's gone. He's not gone. He is not gone. But but anyway, my my point is this. I just find it amazing that he's picked 36 players yeah. and only three of them come from the best team in Europe and the best team in the Premiership. Where else in the world would that well, happen? Well, how, how many Crusaders players are in the All Blacks? I think like 15. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Probably 10. Yes, that's what I mean. A yeah, huge 10. amount. Huge amount. And, and they and only... And the best team... And they're, in, not even, they're not even the best team in the Southern Hemisphere. You couldn't say that, could you? Because you could say well, that in, one of those South Africans... In recent years, yeah. they have been. In recent years, they so, have been. Yeah, okay. So let's say 10. At in, least 10. I would say at yeah. least 10 have, are in the All Blacks. And that's in the All Blacks kind of starting lineup, really. Oh. Not, not, not in the 36 training squad. Not the starting lineup. That's a bit <laughs> ambitious there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we could name them as one of the quiz questions. <laughs> so, yeah, just crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. Well, you, can you think of another example where that would happen? I know that we have picked out the Highlanders when they won the Super Rugby title. But we're talking about a team that has made... And it last two years. Yeah, and... <laughs> Well, they haven't won it the last two years. But, yeah, but the they, English Premiership they have. No, Saracens won it last year. Oh, yeah. But they've been there or thereabouts yeah, for the last yeah. three or four years. I just find it bizarre. Anyway, especially watching them, seeing the quality, especially in the pack yeah. that the Exeter Chiefs have shown is amazing. We are now going to just quickly go over the results from the weekend. Do you want to start with the Mitre 10 Cup there, Tobes? I do, yeah. So um, the Bay of Pliny... Huge upset, 44-8 against Canterbury. Then we've got North Harbour, 23-22 against Auckland, Battle of the Bridge. Uh, Counties Monaco, 20, Wellington, 53, absolute thrashing there. Another thrashing was Hawke's Bay uh, against Manawatu, 47-12. Tasman, 47, Southland, 10, another 47. Waikato, 27, Taranaki, 20. And it looks like it's coming down. You've got Waikato in the top position, 27 yeah. points, and Tasman Marcos. And to be honest... How many rounds are left? Two, two more rounds. Two more rounds. It looks like those are the two teams, really, that are going to compete so for So Auckland it. needed that win, didn't they? Losing by one point to the bottom team. You didn't help them. No, they no. And I just think that both of those, Waikato and the Marcos, have got so much about them. The only problem with the Marcos is a lot of their team are playing for the All Blacks. Yes. So they're filling in with a lot of local boys. Interesting that Waikato are doing quite well, though. Yeah, I think Waikato Especially will... Especially after Super Rugby. I think Waikato will win it if I was predicting the future. What happened to Canterbury? Can, yeah, can Canterbury, all the All Blacks. But all the All Blacks. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to go over to the Super Rugby Unlocked. The Bulls, 41 points to the Sharks. Absolute surprise. I was 41-14 win to the Bulls, which was a real surprise to me because I just mentioned that all that the Bulls did the week before was <laughs> kick, 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 kick. Well, obviously kicked a lot of penalties. <laughs> Man, um, they were really good. They were really good. Uh, Lions match versus the Cheetahs was 
postponed because of COVID. Six in the squad oh, yeah. of the Lions tested wow. positive. I think there was four players and two support staff. Support staff. And then we had the Pumas. This was a great game, mate. Pumas, 37 points. Uh, away were the Stormers who won by won by a few points there, 42. So 37-42, Stormers playing great. Pumas playing great. To be fair, Pumas surprised me because... You know, when you think about it, you'd say Sharks, Bulls, Lions and Stormers. Yeah. And the Pumas have really fronted up this year so far. And we can see that the Bulls are at Bulls the top of the top table. The Can't believe it. With the Cheetahs in second position, Stormers, Pumas, Sharks, Lions and... I don't know, mate. Up to you. The Grackwars. The Grackwars, <laughs> mate. The I'll tell you what, though. Uh, the Bulls have played three, and the Pumas have played three. So I reckon if the Cheetahs had have played the Lions there, the Cheetahs could be on top. Which again is a surprise, yeah. because they're not one of the top no, sides right. normally, yeah. are they? Um, I just thought that all of these games were quality games, and it's something that we've picked up on. But um, some quality rugby coming out of South Africa... At the moment. And then do you want to cover the internationals matches, Tobes? If I can find... Oh, yeah, I found them. I found them. So international, which I thought was actually a Six Nations match, but it, it wasn't because Georgia's not in the Six Nations. <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway, mate. Not yet. Uh, so Scotland whooped them uh, 48-7. We've got Ireland against Italy. Uh which was a Six Nations match, was 50-17. to 17. Uh, An international again, France versus Wales, 38-21, which I thought was actually quite a good surprise. Anyway. Uh, and then we've got Exeter Chiefs beating the Wasps in the um, in the English Premiership final, 19-13, was it, which is well, a lot closer than I thought. Was it a good game? And, and we're going to cover some of these uh, in a little bit. But it was a very tight game, that's for sure. In horrific conditions. Shocking conditions. I mean, they're playing at Twickenham with no crowd. Yeah. And, and swirling wind. and It was horrible, Absolutely mate. bucketing down. But if we look at the Six Nations here, Ireland uh, are on 14, England are on 13, France on 13. So it, depending on who Ireland are playing which i don't actually know france i think oh are they i think they're oh, playing france dear yeah lord <laughs> but if ireland win that they'll win the six nations yeah it's going to be interesting isn't it blatantly england are going to beat italy well actually they need a win with a bonus point don't they yeah but they're going to get that aren't they no no i mean ireland they need to win with a bonus yeah. point to win it because if england win with a bonus point they've got a better um points difference mm. oh no they don't they don't Ireland have got 14 points at the moment don't they so they don't oh yes points difference yes yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. England yeah need they, to whoop them they're going to whoop them aren't they and that's well. yeah they're going to whoop them as yeah. well but mate what, what out of all the rugby we've just mentioned what caught your eye well the first one was the um, the Ireland try or not the Ireland try the Italy try so Ireland were trying to get a big points difference at the end of the game after their try. They could have just kicked it out. Happy days. We've won. Good points difference. 
but they went for that extra try, and Italy scored under the posts. It bloody backfired. <laughs> I love a good backfire as <laughs> yeah. well. Ireland hot on. I can't see. I just, I just can't see this Irish team winning the Six Nations. Can't see it. Can you not? No. Why, why do you think they've obviously they've gone for another try? Yeah, fantastic. Hot on it. You know, looking like scoring all the time. Was it a captaincy thing? Just going, look, guys, we've we've got all our eggs. Let's just take them away. But they've stayed there. Oh, let's see them all hatch. And then Ireland have bloody <laughs> come in like a fox. I have never heard that chickens. before. See them hatch. Yeah. Um, I, 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 maybe it's because they're they're gearing up for the weekend where they've got to win and they've got to win well. So therefore, they're just trying to run through all their phases, every opportunity they can. Maybe it's also like, this is the new island where they're not going to go for kicks of goal all the time. So they're going to kick to the corner. Being in New New Zealand, a little bit. They've got to, you know, be brave and say, "No, nah, no, nah, we're not happy with with three points. We're not happy to kick it out." Which is fine during the game, but when it comes down to points difference in the big scheme of things, the captain or senior yeah, but, players but need they, to go look. We, but they know that England's going to romp home against Italy. Yeah, so but they, they need to. They need to beat them. Yeah, they do. They yes, need to beat them by low, as many as they can. You can't catch me on the gingerbread man, mate. No, you're right. You can't catch them. Because <laughs> when he walks through bloody hot hot milk, he's going to disintegrate. But the thing is here, they've they've counted their eggs before they've hatched. They've counted their chickens before they've hatched. The fox has gone in. Fox being Italy and ruined the party. It'll be amazing to see if that actually has any bearing on the Six Nations. That's what I mean. If it comes down to seven points, then definitely. Yeah, but you kick yourself, wouldn't you, if, if it came down to seven points when you didn't go for the try. You know, you'd, you'd kick yourself if you just kicked it out when you'd been, you know, you smashed them, really. Yeah, but then you probably would have won because they didn't score. Yep, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. My my first yeah, one that caught my eye... Caught your eye, bud. ...was Canterbury... Yeah. Uh, on the cusp of not making the playoffs, which will be the first time since 2003. What is going on with Canterbury Tobes? That's a long time ago. Again, they got hammered. They don't have all their All Blacks. No, it, they also, they also their Super Rugby team is full of non-Canterbury players. That's true. So there's no home-bred talent in Canterbury anymore. Not enough, obviously. <laughs> and I think a couple of their kind of like Luke Romano's got to the end of his time. Wasn't Luke Romano, is he still in New He's Zealand? still playing for Canterbury, He's mate. He's still rolling out. Crockett, here I come. <laughs> but, you know, Canterbury, a lot of their All Blacks are playing for the All Blacks, obviously. Oh, a lot really? Of the, a, lot of the, a lot of the guys that play for the Crusaders are playing yes. for like Tasman yeah. or other places like you know you care and reeds have gone and they could have played for canterbury but they've gone and played for counties manukau counties manukau they've done real well not um so i'm not surprised and i kind of watched them play the other day and there's not a lot of players on there that you think well i've heard of you before 
And some of them, I mean, some of them really look village. Really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to go back. <laughs> yeah, you got to Make it look got village. got a great chance, mate. Make you got a great chance. But village. Although it might come as a surprise to many, it didn't come as a surprise to me. And I think Canterbury over the last couple of years have just nudged down a little bit as well. I know that might seem a little bit ridiculous because I think two years ago they made the final losing to Auckland. Or was it last yes. year losing to Auckland yes, in the that's final? Right, yeah. But there you go. Yeah. Second one for me, mate. Exeter winning the double. Can't double a double. Fourth UK team, <clears throat> excuse me, to do that uh, after Leinster. Oh, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Uh, Saracens and Wasps. That's impressive, isn't it? And how many players... And they did it reasonably easy. Oh. I mean, not the finals, but they, they sort of breezed on in there. Yeah, they've been the best team by yeah, a that, long that's what I mean, way. Yeah, yeah they, they haven't year. been an outside gone. No. Oh, my, how have they won that? And it, it wasn't, it wasn't they've close. They've been favourites. I, I know this was a close game, but it hasn't been... Well, so was the Russing one, but again, they've been favourites throughout. Yes. How many players do they have in the England squad, Tobes? They have... Three. Do you and know how I know that? Because you told me, I told you earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> One of those players has never played for England before either. So until recently, they only had two. I suppose Jack Noel been injured, mean they had three before. So it's a little yes. bit more of a representation. But even so, pretty disappointing overall. But yeah, I mean, you can't knock it. Although it was a tight match, it was horrible weather. They played very differently than they have in the past. Well, they had to, didn't they? Normally, they you know, we to. talked about that pick and go, yeah. and they drive, drove up, didn't drive up. Is that because of the weather? No. They I, resorted back to fantastic running English rugby. No. I just think. <laughs> under, under the wing I and think run. They, they just try to change their game plan a little bit to oh, throw, throw the wasps off. Maybe they had a few too many beers the week before. Maybe. And they were still, still recovering. The still in the gut. It's pretty tough to back that up, though, being European champions and then going well, for like I'm a run down that, from that. I'm surprised that it's only happened three previous times. Yeah. And you you think Leicester, what a history they've had. Saracens have bought players in. They've had two international teams. They've been very successful. And Wasps, you know, this is going back to the heyday of Wasps. Yeah. Some massive clubs there. And then you've got Exeter, who only became part of the Premiership 10 years ago. Don't know. It's amazing. 10 years ago, they weren't even part of the Premiership. No. And it just shows actually Bristol and Exeter both making it from Championship up and really being some of the best well, two teams. I was going to say, Bristol has a fantastic team, don't they? Yeah, so this is all going back people that said, oh, we don't want promotion and rele- relegation. Well, Here's two examples it, of how it, it works. works. Yeah. So yeah. don't stop it. Anyway, what's your second one, mate? What caught your eye? Tries from everywhere. <laughs> After me saying it's kick fest in South African rugby. <laughs> you got proven wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. So tries from everywhere. And I just wanted to say insane depth for the South African unlock teams in the midfield. And for once, for once, their forwards look like forwards, and yeah. their backs look like backs. But more importantly, or more impressively, is a number of their seven stars, this, the uh, Blitz box, Blitz box yeah. have come into Super Rugby and are just... Tearing it up. Tearing it up But that, well. that's good. I mean, there's no seven series. We talked about it the other, the other day. Yeah. And they need rugby. 
They're making hay while the sun shines. Yeah, exactly. But are those players now going to get picked up by the Super Rugby teams? Here's a bit more money. Come play for us. And then the Sevens, when the Sevens hopefully starts back up again, they, I think they won't they won't want to be in there. Do you remember the glory days of the Sevens for New Zealand? Yes. It was like a feeding ground yeah. for the 15s. Yes. I think that's still what it is yeah. for, for South Africa. Okay. You know, you can think of a number of players who have played for the Blitzblock yeah. and then gone into Super Rugby. I know Caleb Clark has, but he's yeah. a rarity in New Zealand. They yeah, seem to Rico be... played. Yeah. Okay, now you're ruining my point. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> but they're the only two, I promise. But I just think there's maybe a little bit more of a yeah. of a link there. And I think that's where New Zealand need to not just have the sevens over here and the fifteens over here. Yeah. They, you know, need to they need to help work together each other. and use it as, oh, these are young, talented stars who are going to play for the 15 yeah. sides. We'll give them some sevens like Rico, Get them like Caleb Clark. Yeah. Maybe do more of that. Because Sonny Bill played for them too, didn't he? But that was because he won the gold medal, yes. didn't he? Same with Artie Savia. The Sonny Bill show, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's what I can get out of rugby, not what how I can are, give to rugby. How is he doing in Canada? No idea. Oh, Canada. I don't think, obviously with COVID, they've just pulled out, haven't they? Oh, have they? Yes. Well, uh, Toronto. Toronto Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack. Good name. Ooh. Like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, so um, I'm really impressed. I, I have to say the first few rounds of Super Rugby Unlocked yes. were thoroughly disappointing. But they were kind of like the first few rounds correct. of Rugby AU. Yeah, correct. It's key now, again, though. looks great. Yeah. Offloads are plenty. Good. The ball's being passed around. Good. Some insane passing. And I bet you by the end of it, we'll go, that South African team is looking dangerous. No, no, no. We won't. I'm thinking that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially their midfield. They've got so many options at midfield. Yeah, they do. It worries me massively. Where they, I think they are lacking a little bit is at 10. They're, okay. They're going to be... They tend to have... Yankees... Yeah, Yankees, yes. But apart from Yankees, There's most teams are else. very uh, kick-related. Right. Uh, Mornay that's, always, that's been a lot of what South Africa's been about. For a long time. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in recent years, because Pollard, great runner of the ball, great defender. But, you know, Mornay Stain, you've got... Um, who else is in there? God, remember Percy Montgomery? He was a he was fifteen though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kick, kick, just... kick, kick, kick. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and and maybe that's because you know they play in the high vault where the ball goes for a long time. Sails a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like a rocket. So, right, mate. My we'll third one, and it segues quite nicely into your third one, doesn't it? We, that means we can talk about it together. Do you want to hold hands? No. Oh, okay. I'll try next week. Um, with the French team. The French Ooh, team la, for la, me. The French the team. French team. <laughs> We're greasy wow. up them, aren't we? We want some free tickets for the World Cup, please. Um, they seem, what what I found anyway watching their game was they were playing for each other rather than themselves. They looked like they were a team. The French were amazing. Yeah. Like seriously amazing, weren't they? Good old Clive Woodward. I mean, it's so, what a... I hate Clive Woodward, but, you know, like, the big thing for me is, it's, 
it's easy to make that comment after watching that game. Yes, I agree. And again, going back to Caleb Clark, it's easy to make a very good comment about him after the one game. Yeah, I just, I just think with France, and I mentioned this a little bit about South Africa, but they've got forwards that look like forwards, but they're skillful. Yeah. And then they've got a back line that that actually look like backs. Can we call it new school forwards? Yeah, let's go new school forwards where they're big, strong, and tough. But they've got ball handling like a like a Like an inside center or whatever. I've put here France, wonderful France. What a great game to watch. Roman Intermac. Yeah, quality. What a player. And what a great head of hair. Yeah. And a great beard. <laughs> Do you reckon he's sponsored by hair products? Do you know what? If you could be one player right now, I think I'd be Roman Intermac. He's a good looking fella too. He's just he? cool as well, isn't he? Yeah. Like, and he's got a long career ahead of him. Good he's cool already. dad as well. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> just... Talk about world-class players. We talked about yeah. last week about England and they had five world-class players. France. But again, you know... Vakatawa. Uh, Intimate. Oh, class. Dupont. 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 He's, got, he's in my team. <laughs> Ooh, la, la. Teddy Thomas. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> How good was he, though? But the thing is, the, the, uh, what I liked about the this French team... This is their backline as well. We haven't got yeah. the forwards. <laughs> and they were missing a couple of people in the forwards as well. Yeah couple of props anyway what i liked was when they went behind i kind of said oh god here we go the welsh are on top and they're just going to keep chipping away keep chipping away but they couldn't everything that the welsh had the french could do better it's like the song hey <laughs> sing it for me no serenade me <laughs> <laughs> i just thought they were awesome and yeah. i and i think if they can if they can build towards that World Cup, which they will, because yeah. they're hosting it, they'll have the passion. Yes. They've got a very astute coach, a Frenchie. Have working. you seen his glasses? Yeah, right. He looks like he's going surfing in them. Apparently, absolute nightmare. Is Apparently, he? he is like the maddest man ever in the world. Like, just bags his players, terrible club coach, like, amazing coach, but just literally abusive. Oh, the, the great French way. But then you've got thing, Sean Edwards doing on the defence. And I just think those two working together. Good cop, bad cop. Oh, oh I think it's bad cop, bad cop, eh, with those two. But, <laughs> you know, they are impressive. The French are impressive. And apart from their their one loss in the Six Nations, they've looked nothing short of... They lost to Scotland as well. Yeah, interesting, eh? Interesting. So I just say I'm with you. France were awesome on the weekend, like seriously awesome. And there was there was a couple of parts which we're going to pick up uh, in our last segment, which really blew me away about how they play. That is for sure. That's for sure. We're moving on to our new segment, which is you ask me, I ask you. Tobes. Do you want me to go first? Well, do we, should asking? we do the listener's question oh, first? Okay, yeah. But yeah, get there. We'll leave the important stuff to the end, though. <laughs> Razzle Dazzle, mate. We're joking. <laughs> the Razzle Dazzle has come up with a great question. Oh. Do you want to kick us off here? South Africa are still part of Sansa and have not confirmed that they are wanting to leave the rugby championship, which is good, I think. Looking into the future, what do you see South Africa bringing to the table if Sansa 
is to stay together. It's Razzler Dazzler. So I have to admit that I've what I've done is I've condensed a whole email into a very short <laughs> question. Mean, so I mean three whole <laughs> So I apologise, Razzler Dazzler, if I haven't quite got a bit. Well, I had to look through my spam emails. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, what I've brought out of it. Okay, so the first thing here is I'm not sure whether we want South Africa in there anyway now. I, I, I'm a little bit over them. Uh, I, I have some sympathy for them because I think New Zealand didn't treat them great. But I think possibly they have been doing backhanded, backdoor deals, trying to get They're into looking Six for Nations. The best. They're looking for the best option. They've been putting themselves up for Pro 14 rugby for a while. Is that because now that they're world champions, now that they have a World Cup under their belt, or another one, they're like, oh, we can we can kind of do what we want. We're, we're the hot on the plate. Well, they are the hot ticket because they've got 50 million people in South Africa. You know, New Zealand's got 5 million. Australia isn't a big rugby country. No, you're right. So they are a bit of a hot ticket because they they bring, they bring in revenue from the sponsors. Um, the the skies. Yeah, you know, sponsors want to be part of the picture that they are in because yeah. there's so many people that they could be influencing. But I'm not sure. I think that they want their cake and they want to eat it too. So would I. They, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that they obviously are angling towards the Six Nations, and we are a backup plan. That's what I, my first instinct yeah, is. Yeah, I get I get So what you do mean. we play hardball and say... Go away. Go go and do your own thing. I don't think we can. No, we can't, can we? Again, we want the revenue too. We want the revenue too. Yeah. So that's the problem. They want their cake and eat too. I think they will... Sanzar will not exist unless they need us. And they'll only need us. And this is us in Australia. They'll only need us and Argentina, obviously, until they make it into the Six Nations. Yeah. And if they make it into the Six Nations, they won't need us anymore. Sanzar will go. Until that time, I could imagine them saying to the cheaters and the Pumas, why don't you boys go and play Super Rugby and we'll send our other teams over to the Pro 14 and we'll become a B team kind of thing in their mind, which I'm not interested in. I wonder who has a better league. Do you mean Pro 14 or Super Rugby? Super Rugby, 100%. If they were so playing, why do they the, want to leave it? Money? Yeah, finance. They 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 desperately want to get into the Six Nations. Six Nations is is massive for them financially. Yeah, true. You know, there's a lot more money in the Six Nations now. The Six Nations might want them in because, because of their of their fifty million people. Yeah, because it also brings more money in. It's the same time zone, which I understand. It's all about money, isn't it? It is all Always about money. It's about money. I think we've we've mentioned this. You know, I don't trust them, but we're brave to freeze them out. Rugby championship could bring in Japan. I I kind of think they've not they've not playing rugby championship this year. They've cited that it's not safe for their players. I think the real truth of it is they want to play in the Six Nations. And by not playing in the rugby championship... It's quite a big call, isn't it? They give themselves some space to manoeuvre yeah. into that competition. Yeah. Let's imagine if if they go, South Africa go, it in my opinion, it can't just be New Zealand and Australia. You know, that no. would just not be a big enough audience or pull in enough viewers. Yeah. So I would say... 
it's got to incorporate Japan. They are the key because they are another huge market. Lots of money in Japan. They their own competition's fantastic. When it comes to players, try and get them involved. Try and get a Fiji involved or a Samoa involved, or at least the Pacifica team. But I, I would, I would, and I think Razzle Dazzler um, backed this up, you know, and he said, just go Fiji, go Fiji and go Samoa, and do what you've done with the Sunwolves, which is basically the Jap- Japanese national side. The go with the Argentinian national yeah. side. Put in a Fijian national side. Yeah, I it agree. It would be great for their rugby. Yeah, it would. be great for their nation. So then you'd have, what, five New Zealand teams plus either a Fiji or an Argentina or a Japan and Samoa. So Japan and Samoa would go on the Aussie League. Um, Fiji and Argentina come into the New Zealand League or vice versa. Yeah, and then you just, you literally, the top two go through to playoffs for Super Rugby title. Yeah. You know, you'd play, what, there'd be seven in each squad. Six games, 12 games, plus two playoff games, Super Rugby's done. That would be really interesting. That's if South Africa could go yeah. and do their own thing. Um, but I think Sanzar is dead. I can't see them wanting to play us unless they, unless unless they don't they make don't any Six get, Nations yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, anyway, mate. The players really want to play in, though. I know that the players are desperate to keep playing the South African boys. They enjoy it. Yeah. They like playing the best players in the world. It's a rivalry. Massive, yeah. Mate, your question to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. If you had the chance, which top flight nation would you like to play in? And if you were still playing? It would have to be New Zealand. It's the best competition. Okay. Super Rugby Aotearoa is the best competition. So from a pure rugby point of view... yeah. I'd go there. Okay. But it's not, not, about that, it's not all it? about the rugby. As we've just spoken about. I go USA. Why? Because I, I love those crazy USA oh, kids. Eh? Those American kids. I love them. Oh, Brilliant, man. Mate. Japan. Yeah. Food. Money. Yeah. Did I mention money? I mean money. Money. <laughs> and food. Short season. Very short season. So I'd go Beautiful Japan. Beautiful country. Culture. Fantastic. Yeah. Wouldn't go Europe because of the weather. Well, I put I put France, down maybe. France again. Culture, food, women, food, <laughs> culture, women. money. I married <laughs> money. <laughs> money. I went Japan, England, rugby, pretty good. People okay, good money. So uh, France would be fantastic. I agree with you. New Zealand, from a rugby perspective, because it. It's the best competition, arguably, in the world that I think. And then I'm not so sure about USA, though. Interesting. Yeah, we got, USA is very diverse. Yes. You, would, you wouldn't be famous. No. You could wander around. Yeah, true. No one would notice you. Loads of money. Uh, lots of, I mean, you got, you could go to a different. How much are the people play, paying, getting or getting paid in that American I mean, I could play there now. National mate. rugby. Do you know what I mean, like, I could play there now. Basically, there's a whole bunch of old boys going over there and playing it. Yeah. So quality. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be Japan. Yeah, Japan. Um, my question to you, Tobes, yeah. is: When you were growing up, who was your favourite player from outside New Zealand? <laughs> I know you struggled with this. <laughs> I one. did struggle with it. 
Hundred percent, I struggled with it. I don't really know. Grow <laughs> but growing up, it was always about the All Blacks. Always about the All Blacks, and I didn't really. Well, I had no interest in anyone in England. That's no. for sure. Um, not Aaron Farrell. I was not growing up. I was not a young still, mate, You are I still growing not, up. Please I'll tell me. I'll never grow up. <laughs> Please tell me you've got some growing up to do. <laughs> oh, man. Because um, if this is you done, we are in trouble. <laughs> you're not the only one who's going to be in trouble. Um, yeah, I'm not. I, I honestly, I don't really know. Do I know, don't really know. For me, David Cambese. Was amazing. Yeah, he's not on your list though. And is he? Andre Joubert was uh-huh. just the Rolls Royce of international fullbacks. And the real shame about Andre Joubert was that he played um, a lot of his international rugby when there was no one to play internationally because they couldn't play anyone. Yeah. And he only played a thing about the last four years of his kind of heyday or before he retired. Playing for playing for uh, the Springboks when the, when they came out of uh, being banned. Yes, yeah, apartheid and stuff like that. Apartheid, yeah. So, what a shame. But he was a heck of a player. Uh, you know, I'm the same as you though. It was really John Kerwin, Joan Lomu, yeah. Frank Barnes, Christian Cullen, Christian Cullen, yeah, Andrew Murdens. Uh, loved it. Tony Zinni, Brown, Zinni Brook. Tony Brown, Buck Shelford, he's a bit older, but good player. But good player, yeah. Richard Lowe, mate, now he was a player. You know, for me, it was Daniel Carter, it was Richie McCaw, it was Reuben Thorne. Reuben Thorne. Carlos Spencer. Reuben Thorne. Do you mean Brad Thorne? I mean Brad Thorne. Reuben Thorne. Why was he an all-back captain? Not the first time you mixed them up. I have, haven't I? Oh, man. Yeah, no. I tell you who it is. I tell you who I loved watching was uh, the caveman from France. Long hair. Cheval. 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 Oh, when he ran head first into Ali Williams' chin and broke it. Do you remember that? There was there was a oh, lot Chabal. of there was a lot of players overseas that I admired. Yes, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't name any of them. Some potentially could be English. Not sure, but. We won't like go Jason there. Robinson is a player. Yeah, you he? said that earlier. I didn't like him. Good player, but Victor yeah. Matfield. Yeah, good player. Bucky's Borta. Yeah. <gasps> always shivered. Oh. He always shivered with Bucky's <laughs> Borta around. He's a scary eh? man. <laughs> Andre oh. Venter. Mm, another one. Yeah, okay. Our last segment, we're not going to do Guess Who today. We're going to try and mix it all around so we every week is a little bit fresh. Today we're going to finish off with players of the week yes Tobes who was your players of the week well one of them we've already touched on him and that is um, Roman Entomac hell of a game mate he had a very good game DuPont's at nine great yeah. game as well but he I, ran the forge really well actually didn't he yes Roman Entomac had a great game that's yeah. for sure actually people didn't really talk him up how well he actually played mm. but I thought he was exceptional my first one is Joe Simmons, young yeah. captain of Exeter, yeah. winning the double. He hasn't missed a kick Hell of a for kicker. months. He hasn't missed a kick for months. Think How do like, England do it? What do they do? 
mate. All they it must do be is all the ale. they just they literally it rains. <laughs> it's horrible ground conditions. You can't pass it, so you might as well oh, kick it. Kick it, yeah, true. Your next one, Finn Russell. Oh, I've got Finn Russell too. Oh. Twenty minutes. He came off the bench, and it was the Finn Russell show. Yeah, he ran it well. He ran it well. Again, I think against a team like Georgia, his style of play is is okay. It's good. But yeah. once you start... Playing against the All Blacks. The All Blacks, England, I actually, no, do, you know, do you know what? I wouldn't actually say the All Blacks. No, I think, I think his suits, running game might, it might, might work. Yes. Yeah. But I would say if you're playing South Africa and it's really tight... Yeah. You I'm not sure whether I want Finn Russell throwing the ball around. Um, my next it isn't a player; it's a play. Okay. The inside ball. Yes, I, I think like that's that. the key to this. So, this so fast the defence players of the week is irrelevant, is it? <laughs> so is it play <laughs> play slash players? I just think the 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 Aussies are sort of first from the Aussies. Yeah, the inside ball cutting off quick defence. I think the French were amazing on the weekend. Well, the All Blacks, Caleb Clark's break yeah. was inside ball, hitting against the grain from a ruck, and, and he, he made a good break. And I'm so glad to see it because I'm being sick of quick defences getting up in people's faces, mm. shutting down interesting rugby. Yeah. And now this inside ball that's coming in has just meant that they – if they fly up like they do, they leave a hole on the inside. But it's also and lazy defence, it. isn't it? I find when when that sort of happens, the defenders aren't looking where that player's going. It might be a good, you know, inside step to lose their marker, but also they're looking at the ball. They're not looking yeah. at who they should be tackling. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, mate, as always, I've thoroughly enjoyed doing the podcast with you. It was a Every bit of a grind week, today. you get more and more intelligent. I don't know what's happening. It's the hat. <laughs> but if the uh, supporters, if you want to come and uh, support us, listeners' questions, we're always up for listeners' yes, questions. definitely. Thank you to the Razzler, the Dazzler. I'd He's actually given us a number of questions. Um, we can't up, fit them, them all in. The pocket. And thank you for your guess who's. We're going to rotate in Razzler Dazzler's guess who's with the other guess who's but, we've had. I would also like to say... From Ben Affleck. From Ben Affleck. Um, I want to know who your... As listeners, I want to know who your player slash play of the week was. So I'd I'd like to... Yes. Twitter's a great platform for that, mate. I'd like to know your views on that. But also, my question to Damien, I'd like to know which country you'd like. You know, as listeners, I would like to know which country you'd like to play in. You know, it could be food, it could be culture, it could be money, it could be women, it could be anything. <laughs> it could be all of the above. <laughs> but let us know. The more the merrier. We love hearing from you. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And just get over there. And, and, and we're also surprised the, that you're listening. The, because be, <laughs> the best thing you can do on Twitter is retweet. Yes. The best thing you can do on Facebook. I'm not sure how Facebook works, but share. No, share or something like that. I don't know. Like, share. The, face, uh, the Facebook. I'm not. You know. I'm not. I'm not an expert. 
<laughs> but anyway, it's always a pleasure. Yes. Until next week, we've got lots of rugby. We've got the All Blacks playing. We've got the Six Nations this week. Are the All Blacks playing this week? They're going to play another Bledisloe. It's going to be amazing. It is. We're going to have all of that next week, reviewing and previewing. Yes. Until next week. Ciao for now. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.